So this episode is a little bit different than all the rest of them that you've seen on here. This is where my wife and I decided to take a online personality test through a mental help platform to find out what my problem is. Uh, and I think you'll like it. It's really interesting. I just want to let you know that we've opened it up here on Spotify a little bit to the other podcasting platforms. So those of you who are new, welcome. Let me tell you what we normally do. Normally do one live stream a week and I do one documentary a month. Sometimes it might take a little bit longer. I'll put the documentaries out on the Spotify. You can check that out. That's all for free. If you'd like to join and become a member, it is only $5 a month and you get everything first before anybody else does. So you can enjoy that. And you also get member only exclusives. That helps us to pay, you know, for some of the bandwidth and things for this. If you'd like to call and leave a message, you can do that. If the show is live, you can call that number and you talk to us. The phone number is 325-261-0892. That is 325-261-0892. You can email me at midnight rad.io101 at gmail.com that is midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com thank you and let's go on with the show hello everybody and welcome to midnight radio we've got a good show for you tonight before we go into that, I want to let you know we're going to open the phone lines in the second half of the broadcast. The phone number is 325-261-0892. Same one on the screen. That is 325-261-0892. 325-261-0892. When we're live, you can call us. When we open it up, you come right here in the studio and we talk to you. If we're not live... If we're not live, you can leave us a message and we will play it on the show. For those of you that didn't meet her in the last broadcast or the last podcast, if you downloaded it, I'd like to introduce you to my lovely wife. Hello, darling. Hello. Glad you could make it again tonight. So I'm glad you can make it again tonight. I know where you live, though. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to go over a test to find out what the hell is wrong with me. Personality test. How many were we going to do? Did you ever find another one? No, I was just going to do this one. Just this one? Yes, because it's pretty um, thorough. It's pretty pretty thorough, but I got to tell the truth, right? Yes. Can't wait. Let's see. Before we do that. I'm thinking we should go over the news that we some of the news we went over last time. Let me see what we got here. Let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna go over some of the news we went over last time. No one saw it. And a little bit of our plans of the future. So we're gonna stop live streaming on YouTube. This might be our last one or our next to last one. The documentaries are still going to be on here, and um, I will live stream premieres of the documentaries on here. Other than that, we're bringing our live stream to Twitch. 
But other than that, all the documentaries and videos that we upload are still going to be here on YouTube. This wonderful place. Uh, we're going to go over some of these top news stories. We're going to talk about those. And uh, Media Hub. All right. We're going to go over those right now. Well, those dropping water levels at Lake Mead have revealed more human remains. This discovery made yesterday at Swim Beach. A dive team with Las Vegas Metro was called in by the National Park Service to investigate there. And this is the third time skeletal remains have been found in this area as that lake's water levels rapidly recede. A uh, medical examiner will now determine exactly uh, if the remains are from one person or separate individuals. Oh, separate individuals. Yeah. And then according to uh, Yellowstone National Park, an employee found a shoe in one of the hot springs in the southern part of the park. When they fished it out, they discovered part of a foot was inside it. The office says it was found floating in abyss pool, which has a depth of more than 50 feet and a temperature of about 100. Hold on a second. So the water's drying up everywhere, so they say, but really, I mean, this could be happening because the water's diverted. It doesn't necessarily... Matter of fact, I think I heard about this. While you're picking me up all the way on your mic, I'm going to bring your gain down. Okay. So they're getting these feet. I've heard about all these feet winding up in different places, a foot with a shoe in it, like it's been cut off. Um, and I need to look this up more about the feet with the shoes in it. And then, like me, this is a fifth body they've gotten out of it. It's been... Um, two weeks since they found the last one in there all these bodies in lake mead matter of fact i got after this foot uh they find a yellowstone i got something that happened uh, two days ago 40 degrees fahrenheit a lot of interest around that and the story on our website right now has other stories about remains being found in lake mead recently now actually since may they have found remains in that lake five times wow. Okay, I'm going to play this one. I'm going to unpause it for you. I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's nine minutes long. Um, this is going to serve as a press release debrief of our efforts searching for and finding Kylie Rodney. So they found Kylie Rodney. For those of you that don't know, she went missing in Lake Tahoe, around the Lake Tahoe area, a place about 40 minutes outside of Lake Tahoe. And we were there a month ago, a month and a half, two months ago now. Oh, uh, yeah, about a month and a half. So we saw the area. And we recently heard that it was Adventures with Purpose are the ones that found her body. Uh, they said it only took them an hour to find it. They found her automobile and her body inside of it. Um, as far as I know, and maybe if you guys in chat know, I don't know if they found the, the motive of death, if it was just an accident or... There's foul play involved. We're going to find more out with this press release. The reason I want to play a little bit of this is because I've seen it all over the news. I've seen it all over the media that this, this girl was found. And they leave out Adventures with Purpose that they're the ones that did it. And I've seen them recover several other bodies. Uh, and they, really, <laughs> they leave that out or put it in the last few seconds of the broadcast. And I don't feel that's right. Anything within this video may be used by any news agency or outlet within their own news reporting. This is only an announcement and briefing. Fully, epi fully edited episodes will be released soon, so please be patient. We have found Kylie Rodney's vehicle and have confirmed that there were remains inside. 
An official investigation, excuse me, an official identification of the remains will be made and announced by authorities once their investigations are complete. Please understand and respect this is a highly active investigation by the FBI and multiple local sheriff's departments, and we are limited to the scope of details we can release. We began our search for Kylie. So in other words, they can't say where in the vehicle the remains were found or what state they were in when they found them. Okay. At Prosser Creek Reservoir on August 21st at 10.40 a.m. We placed two sonar boats in the water. By 11.15 a.m., Nick detected an object underwater using cutting-edge Garmin sonar technology. I was able to then confirm that it was, in fact, a vehicle in roughly 14 feet of water and only 55 feet offshore. After marking the vehicle with our magnet, Nick suited up in his dive gear and conducted the dive to formally identify and assess the vehicle with me running OTS comms topside. Once we confirmed it was indeed Kylie's vehicle, we immediately notified family, law enforcement, and dad and grandpa were on scene within minutes. Please refer to our episodes for complete search investigation that we conducted. These episodes will be released very soon. Again, this takes time to edit. We will need to put these together in an appropriate way in order to respect law enforcement as well as the family. That Those should be out, I would estimate, probably within uh, the next week or so. Um, the Placer County Sheriff's Department, Nevada County Sheriff's Department, the entire Placer County Sheriff's Dive Team has been incredible to work with. We understand that the resource we provide with our unique skill set is rare, and it is an honor to help agencies and families all across the nation. We will be working together with authorities here to share this Man, knowledge have you ever over heard the next of couple of days. With purpose before? It is always yeah. our mission to promote and share the techniques we utilize so that our purpose can help as many people as possible. We'd like to thank all of our supporters. We can't thank all of you enough for your donations and putting us in this position as we continue to grow and help more families. Simply watching our episodes, liking, sharing, subscribing, and following our social media platforms enables us to do what we do. So thank you all for putting us in this position. Please. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It helps us help families, and it's free. It's free to subscribe. Additionally, we would like to acknowledge the incredible support from law enforcement agencies across the U.S., including the FBI. We hope to continue our efforts hand-in-hand -hand with them with the upcoming cases of Jalissa Fuentes in Selma, California, and also Annette Adams in San Obispo, California, coming up later this week. At this time, I'd like to thank our entire team for making this happen. It's not just me, it's not just Nick. There's an entire team of us that are out here. We collectively go through these cases, these investigations, and it takes a team to do so. So I'd like to bring you guys on camera at the moment and thank the entire team that made this entire trip possible. I'm gonna stop it right there. So, yeah, it was horrible, horrible, horrible what happened. But uh, they found the body. We're going to be hearing more about it. Um, we're going to go ahead and report it. Get, let you guys know that the um, 
Spotify podcast. We had it. I had it limited to only on Spotify, and now I've opened it up to all the other platforms. So if you're on Amazon Music, you can now download Midnight Radio on there and listen to it there. Listen to it. It's easier to get to it on your smart listening devices. Also, it's on Google, the Google Play Store. You can get it on Stitcher. Um, you can get it on, what else am I leaving? About three, three different ones of, three different ones of those. I'll put that in the description somewhere else. Something I want to go over from yesterday. Yesterday. I think it was last night. Talked to Robin Millett. And we went over some of the channels that we watch on YouTube. And hers, her pick was Survival Shelter Ideas. So I'm going to put that back on here. Uh, For example, it has a woman, and it's not just a woman either. I saw a man on their building too. A girl building the most beautiful survival bamboo villa and also she has like an underground swimming pool i mean just all kinds of things and it shows her building it from beginning to end really interesting and also i saw a man on there too now my pick was postmodern jukebox they take new songs and they sing them in an old way the latest one they have is huey lewis in the news with back in time i believe that's the name of the one from the back to the future but they're doing it in a jazzy way pretty interesting you might want to check that out that's postmodern jute box and what else do we got here do you remember some of your picks from yesterday just off the top of your head uh i had cinema therapy cinema therapy they had they recently hit one million subscribers oh yeah I had you uh, had just uh do two of them you did like four um i also follow this girl named arania black that sews her own corsets and arania black okay yes so we'll put that on our spotify it'll be on the podcast of the broadcast what else do i got for you Well, I guess we could go ahead and get into this test. Okay. You ready to get into this test, personality test? Yeah. So what the idea is, I can't lie about any of the answers to the questions, right? Right. Now, those of you that are listening to me, I guess you could probably tell if I'm lying or not. I, w- I, w- I would say so. At least you will. Are you going to call me out if I'm lying about something? I don't know. I might... Well, I'm ready when you are. Okay, so here's how it works. I read you a statement, and then you tell me if it's inaccurate, very inaccurate, accurate, or very accurate, or if you're neutral about it. Oh, God. So if it's inaccurate, very inaccurate, accurate, very accurate, or neutral. Right. Okay, I think I can do that. Okay. So the first statement is... I strive for perfection. Oh, 
I strive per, for perfection in everything or just when? <laughs> the things that are important for you. Okay, the things I care about. I don't, I don't know how to answer that. I would think it's accurate, but not extremely accurate. Okay. I mean, I could go completely overboard, but I would say accurate. Okay. Okay, I'm getting the hang of this. All right. I work hard to be helpful to others. Wow. I work hard to be helpful to others. I don't think I do. So you think it's inaccurate or neutral? It would be inaccurate. Okay. Or very inaccurate. Which one? I said inaccurate. Are you heading towards very inaccurate? No, I'm just making sure you know how you're doing the test because it takes a minute to get used to it. Okay, so... It is important to me that other people like me. That's a hard one. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. I almost feel like it depends on who it is. In general, you don't care, but if it's somebody that's important to you, you do. So how would you answer that? Neutral. I don't... If you... If you contain both extremes you should just put neutral okay i gotta put something neutral it is important to me to achieve great things oh i didn't realize this test was going to be so hard yep it's important to me to achieve great things what is a great thing? It's subjective. It's what you think is a great thing. I would say no. Inaccurate? Okay. Yeah, I'd say inaccurate. Okay. I make more significant contributions than the average person. Oh, no. I do not. So inaccurate? Inaccurate. I feel my emotions very deeply. I'd say yes. That is very accurate. Very accurate. Okay. I don't know if I like where this is going. I have a sense that other people will never truly understand me. Ha. I don't think in these terms, so it's almost not fair. So you're neutral about it then? Read it to me again. I have a sense that other people will never truly understand me. I'm going to say neutral. Okay. This is, I don't think about it. Okay. I think deeply about things. Oh, that's extremely accurate. I am prepared for any disaster. I would say that that is accurate. It is important to me to avoid pain and suffering at all times. What kind of pain and suffering? Any kind of pain and suffering that you can prevent. I'd say yes. That's accurate. Okay. I seek out experiences that I know will make me feel happy or excited. 
No, I do not. <laughs> okay, so just inaccurate. <clears throat> inaccurate. I see the positive in every situation. Uh, inaccurate. I would like to, though, but no. I am not afraid to tell someone when I think they're wrong. Oh, that's another hard one. I guess that would depend on who I'm talking to, right? Yeah, I mean, somebody that you're comfortable talking to. A lot of times I don't even get that chance. What would you, uh, what would you say? I would say accurate, but not extremely accurate. Accurate, but not extremely. Okay, let's go with that. I'd say accurate. That's what I would say. I let other people make the decisions. As long as it's not regarding my life or my interests. Yeah, I would say that's either inaccurate or extremely inaccurate. Okay, let's go extremely inaccurate. Okay, now we're going to the next set of questions. I appreciate having rules that people are expected to follow. Yes, accurate. I'm concerned about security more than anything else. See, um, uh, okay, I don't know how, how interested am I in security? I'd say yes, I'm um, accurate. I think a lot about what will happen in the future. That's true. That's extremely accurate. I don't fit in with ordinary people. That's extremely accurate. There is rarely a good reason for changing how things are done. Hmm. Do we like change? I can adapt to change, you know? Mm-hmm. I do adapt to change, but at the same time, I like to have things the same way if I can help it. I would say inaccurate. I'm constantly changing something, am I not? Yeah. I always finish my chores. Uh, Inaccurate. I'm always trying to be a better person. Highly accurate. I check carefully for mistakes and errors. Accurate. I like to be around people who I can help. Highly inaccurate. I like to feel that I am an important person in my social groups. Highly inaccurate. It is important to me to be successful. Hmm. That's a hard one. What do you think? I would say somewhat accurate or neutral. There's a somewhat accurate? No, I mean like accurate, accurate, but not. I wouldn't say neutral. Uh, I'd say accurate. 
Okay. The organizations I belong to would not function well without me. That is highly inaccurate. I often feel overtaken by my emotions. Hmm. Often feel overtaken. I'd say accurate. I have always felt lately. Di- okay. I have always felt different from other people. Oh, that's highly accurate. I like to analyze things from every angle. Highly accurate. I always have a plan for what I would do if things go wrong. Highly, or I'd just say accurate. I avoid situations that bring up negative feelings. <sighs> situations. Um, I avoid situations. What, would you, what do you think about that one? I would say that's accurate. I mean, a lot of uncomfortable situations happen around me, but it, I wasn't. But if you know. I didn't know. That it's possible. I overlooked. avoid it, you do. Yeah, I would definitely. So accurate, I'll say accurate. I seek excitement. Do I seek excitement? You used to a lot more than you do now, but I don't know. Depends on what kind of excitement you're talking about. I, I I seek intellectual stimulation, not excitement. Yeah, I would say you're pretty neutral on that. Okay, neutral. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Seek you're not excitement. freaked out by excitement, but you don't seek it either. No. I'm good at seeing the bright side of things when others complain. I'm not. No. Inaccurate. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do not hesitate to call people out when they are behaving badly. Accurate. I go along with what other people want. Highly accurate. No, I'm just kidding. Highly inaccurate. I was fixing to say. You weren't going to say anything. You're going to let me get away with that, huh? Yeah. Yep. Okay. People should follow the rules instead of doing what they feel like doing. Ah, People should follow the rules. I don't know. What are the rules? I think that means like in a workplace or like morally speaking. Like you appreciate structure. Or you think it's flexible and that structure is something that should be negotiable. I'm having a really hard time with this. I'll just say neutral. Okay. Maybe I should just say neutral on the ones I want to throw out instead of making myself answer something. Yeah. I mean, if it's really, really hard, you can just say neutral. All right. I seek out relationships that offer me some type of protection. Some type of protection. Neutral. I can clearly visualize what could happen in the future. What could happen in the future? I can clearly. I would, uh, I don't know, do I? 
what could happen. I'd say accurate. Average people often find me a bit weird. I'd, I'd say neutral. No, I think uh, highly, I highly agree. Is that it? Accurate, highly accurate. Highly accurate. This is. I like to do things as I saw, as I've always done them. No, I don't. I like to I like to get better every time I do something. So, would you say extremely inaccurate, uh, or just inaccurate? Extremely inaccurate. I persist until a task is done. I think you could better answer that one, right? Yeah, I think that's inaccurate. How inaccurate? Just oh, inaccurate. I see what you're saying. Yes, hi- highly inaccurate. But this has to be the way things are, not the way I want them, but okay. Right. I spend time trying to discover and correct my faults and weaknesses. I'd say accurate. I hold myself to very high standards. I would say accurate. I am a natural caretaker. Oh, a natural caretaker. I like to clean the floors. Does that count? I would say neutral on that one. Neutral on that one. Because you do certain things that are important to you, but you're not naturally drawn to like caring for others. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay. Neutral. I, f- I think we might be wind- we might wind up with a test of how you feel about me more than. No, I've only spoken up on a couple of things. All right. Okay. Go ahead. I want people to admire me. I don't. I'd say no. Highly inaccurate. Okay. I think I could do something under a false name and be just fine with it. Okay. I want to achieve a lot in my life. Uh, there's some things I want to achieve, but it's not. I wouldn't consider it a lot. So inaccurate. But yeah, I'd say inaccurate. I have goals. If I'm honest, I feel that I'm a bit better than other people. No, inaccurate. I feel a deep sense of grief for what I have lost. We all move on, don't we? Yeah. No, I'm not like that anymore, so I'd say... Inaccurate. Inaccurate. I am an unusual sort of person. Am I that unusual? I would say accurate, but not extremely accurate. If it was me, but... I don't think I'm a like unique snowflake or anything like that, but I'll say accurate anyway. I take time to understand things more deeply than most people do. That's highly accurate. Okay, now we're going on to the next step. It is important to me to be prepared for any emergency. Yes, it is. Very accurate. Very accurate. I distract myself from any sad feelings that arise. Huh, I distract myself from any sad feelings. No, I pretty much feel all those. I'll say inaccurate. I often make changes in my life when things get boring. Oh, that's highly accurate. I tend to be more optimistic than most people. Did I used to be? No. No, never? Okay. Okay, I'll say highly inaccurate. 
I tell people what I think, even if it is hard to hear. Yes, highly accurate. I would rather follow the group than push for what I want. See, now, follow the group. I don't follow a group, but I don't push the group either. No, push for what you want in your own personal life, not push for okay. the that would be highly inaccurate. I don't go with a group. I'm the lone I'm the lone ranger over here. <laughs> I feel you're, most comfortable in, in organizations with a clear hierarchy hierarchy. Yes, highly accurate or accurate. I take measures to protect myself and my loved ones from harm. Hmm. What do you think? I think accurate. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It could be. I could have like a bazooka. I know I got some <laughs> mad kung fu skills. I make plans for many years into the future. Is it having plans for many years in the future or it takes many years for my plans? No, it means you you make plans now for things that aren't going to happen for many years into the future. No, I don't feel like I plan well enough. So would you say... I'd say inaccurate. Okay. I am an unusually unique person. I don't know. I'm not. I don't think so. So inaccurate. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like a, a, someone that's special. I dislike trying new methods or procedures. I dislike trying new methods or procedures. I would say agree. Accurate. Accurate. Okay, accurate. I focus on my responsibilities and duties. Oh, my lordy. My responsibilities. What do you, how do you feel about that one? I would say neutral, probably. Neutral, because you don't want to say no? Or inaccurate, but not extremely inaccurate. Wow. Well, what kind of responsibilities and duties are we talking about here? I think that you do your responsibilities and duties, but you don't really focus on them all the time. Like, yeah, if you consider, like, your job you do and stuff, but then, like, Taking out the trash and stuff like that. It's you, been raining for three you days. You get sidetracked and you don't think about it. My favorite one is I'm getting up and I'm going to do something like, hey, would you like a drink? Would you like a coffee? You're like, sure, yeah, I would like a coffee. All right, I'll do that for you. And then I just don't do it and I forget. Yep. Like three steps later. Yep. All right, so what's the question again? I focus on my responsibilities and duties. I guess I'll, I'll disagree with that. I read books that help me be more productive or better at what I do. Oh, Lordy. I read books that help me be more productive. This is a hard one for me, too. So just put neutral? No. I'm going to put neutral. I mean... I think that you do, but only for specific tasks. Like, if you... If you know you're going to be doing a specific thing and you want to know how to do it right, you read it 
But you don't read like self-help books and stuff like that. No, but since I write, any book I read helps me become a better writer. Yeah, so you could put accurate, but not extremely And accurate. if I want to know about doing the radio correctly, I got books on that too, or I used to. Yeah. And I would read those. I'd read books about about writing. I've read those. Okay. I, I'll just call that accurate. Okay. I put a lot of pressure on myself to do things right. Yes. I would say accurate. extremely accurate. Extremely on that. accurate? Yes. Mm. I take the initiative to help other people and make their lives easier. I don't feel like I do that. Inaccurate. I put in the effort to make a good impression on other people. Inaccurate. I set ambitious goals for myself. Accurate. I am an important member of my social groups. Highly inaccurate. I stay out of social groups. So that would have to be highly inaccurate. I can describe my emotions in a lot of depth and detail. Highly accurate. I often feel like an outsider. Highly accurate. I find my mind to be a very interesting place. Neutral. I am always aware of what can go wrong in a situation. Uh, inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> Highly inaccurate. I have many ways of avoiding situations that get me down. Many ways. I'll just say accurate. I'm always up for a new adventure. Inaccurate. Or would that be highly inaccurate? Uh, I would say inaccurate because sometimes you'll do stuff but you don't really... I do it but I don't want to. Okay, well then let's do... Like, I mean, extremely inaccurate. I got some time coming up off in September, and I'm, I'm thinking, man, I'd rather really not go anywhere. I really don't want to get sick again. <laughs> and I don't want to spend money. Okay, here's one. I believe that things usually work out for the best. No, I don't. I don't know. I, actually, I do. So accurate? Accurate. I do. I do, in the end, believe they work out the best. I do. Am I. Am I really not an optimist at all? Uh, I think you're more optimistic than I am, but... Well, I used to be more optimistic, didn't I? Uh, a little bit. Not much, though. Okay. Okay, so... Just making sure. I stand up for what I believe in, even if it upsets other people. Yes. Accurate. Accurate. I let other people take the lead. I, let, I don't know. Highly inaccurate. Is that better? Is that does that seem legitimate? Yeah, I would say that, or just regular inaccurate. But okay, let's go with regular inaccurate. I dislike people who disrupt things by breaking the rules. Uh, neutral. This, these whole rule things, I'm just going to... I feel like I'm tiptoeing around it, trying to just put an answer to have an answer. Yeah. I'm just going to say neutral on that. 
I make alliances with people who can help me stay safe and secure. Uh, alliances. I'd have to say I don't like alliances. It's on my list of things not to do. Okay. So, highly inaccurate? No. So, there's in it. I'd just say I don't highly inaccurate. So, just inaccurate? Yeah, inaccurate. I can see doing that, though, you know? Yeah. Because I, I probably just haven't learned my lesson yet. Because I don't do that other thing of forecasting things that are going to bite yeah. me in the ass in the future. Oh, okay. I'm often looking ahead toward what is coming next. Yes, highly accurate. I have different interests than You know most what, this people. whole thing is making me more pessimistic. All right, go ahead. I have different interests than most people. I have different interests. I'd say yes. Accurate. Accurate. Okay. The traditional way of doing things is the best way. Inaccurate. I am a responsible and reliable person. Accurate. And you know that was true. I have a lot of plans for how I can improve myself. Neutral on that. No, um, I'd say accurate. Okay. I make sure that even small details are correct. Accurate. I enjoy caring for what other wait, I enjoy caring for others and their needs. Highly inaccurate. I want to be a person that others can look up to. You know what? Let's go back. Um can we go back? Yeah. What was the last question? I enjoy caring for others and their needs. Enjoy it. I'd say I say I think you do it, but you don't enjoy it. Well, I, I like looking after my family and taking care of their needs. So you would say neutral or slightly or no? I, I would say I would say accurate. Okay. A lot of this has changed, just you know, within the past few months for me, really. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is: I want to be a person that others can look up to. Um, I'd say accurate. Either somebody looks up to you or looks down on you. So accurate? I'll say accurate. Okay, next is I push myself to succeed. I would say inaccurate. Okay, next step. How many steps are there on this thing? Um, there are seven and we're on step six. All right. I make important contributions to my community. Highly inaccurate. I rarely have strong emotions. Ha ha. What do you, so what do you think about that one? I do have strong, so you see all my emotions. You I know. wouldn't say rarely, but I wouldn't say often either. So, would you go neutral or inaccurate? I would go inaccurate, but not extremely inaccurate. All right, inaccurate. I feel I never truly belong in social groups. Oh, it's highly accurate. I want to learn as much as I can about how the world works. 
That's highly accurate. It is important for me to understand what can go wrong in a situation. Highly accurate. I take steps to ensure I don't feel sad or lonely. I take steps to ensure I don't feel sad or lonely. I'll say accurate. Okay. Trying new things keeps life interesting. Who? I don't think I try new things. Okay, so inaccurate. Inaccurate. I'm an upbeat person. Highly accurate. Come on now. What? (laughs) Inaccurate. You're not going to call me on anything, are you? I'm usually the one to take a stand when others won't. Accurate. Other people have stronger opinions than I do. Accurate. Everyone has a role to play in society and a duty to do their best. A duty to do their best. Yes. Hmm. I'd say accurate. I'm concerned with protecting what I have. Concerned with protecting what I have. I'm going to give that a neutral. Okay. I have a good sense of what my future holds. Didn't you? I think I think you've asked me that a few times. I have a good sense of what my future holds. Accurate. I'm an average... kick to the butt. Go ahead. I'm an average person with ordinary likes and dislikes. I don't think in the terms or am I average or am I extraordinary... So neutral on that one? Yeah, just put me down for neutral. I try new ways of doing things just to see if they'll work. I invent electronics that solve common problems. Okay, so accurate? I guess so. But I don't just to see if they'll work. I do it because I think they'll work. So we'll go accurate. Okay. I have a great deal of willpower. I used to, but that's changed for me. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. What do you think about that? I would say neutral or inaccurate. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Really? Mm-hmm. I got to look at your face on that one. Didn't I used to have willpower? Yeah. Man, this is not fair. I'm I'm sitting here. I'm looking at all these questions you're you're reading in front of me. I'm like, well, I I had that before we got married and started living together. Oh, shut up! <laughs> I'm seeing how my my will is being degraded and my my life is going into ruins here. Okay, so you want to go neutral on the willpower thing? No, I don't. Read the question again. I have a great deal of willpower. I do, but I just don't use it. Well, then I would say neutral. Wow. Okay, go neutral then. Okay, self-improvement is a major interest of mine. It's an interest of mine. Highly, yes. Inaccurate. Highly highly accurate. accurate. Highly accurate. Okay, now we're going on to step seven. Good Lord. Oh, God, this is the... We get the, the Asshole of the Year Award. This is the love styles part of this survey. Boom, 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 boom. 
Okay, it says we're currently doing research. Okay. All right, so where is all this information we're feeding this machine going to? To this specific website that helps people with their psychological problems. Oh, they're helping me or I'm helping them get info? I don't know, probably both. Oh, geez. Imagine you are in your ideal relationship. I'm imagining it right now. She's right beside me asking me questions. What does your partner do to make you feel loved? Check all that apply. Oh, God. You tricked me into this, didn't you? I forgot this part was even on here. Yeah. Okay. Runs errands. I'm disappointed. Listen, when I say these things, you tell me if they're things that I do. That you do. Or that, that your ideal, imaginary ideal relationship would do. Okay. I'm going to be honest, though. So. Okay, that's fine. All right. Runs errands for me. Yes. Well, to be fair, it's like your ideal relationship in your mind. So just because I do mm-hmm. these things doesn't mean that's important. That's to what you. I'm saying. The ideal. Okay. Ideal. So it's a yes or no for these? Yes. Okay. Runs errands for me. Yes. Shares their worries and fears. Um, yes. Values my opinion on things. Yes. Helps me with personal care and grooming. Oh, yes. Finds fun things for us to do together. No. Initiates sexual intimacy. Hmm. Depends on if I have a headache or not. <laughs> yes or no. Are they clear about it or are they just no, get just mad says, at me when I didn't read their minds? It says initiate sexual intimacy. If it's not important to you that they do that, then don't mark that one. Okay, I'll say no. Gives me kisses and hugs. Yes. Looks after our children or other family members. Oh, yeah. You know about that one. Gives me thoughtful advice. Thoughtful advice, yes. Supports me when I'm feeling down. Supports me when... What does that mean? You know, like they're comforting and... I never feel down. Okay. Compliments... Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Compliments me on my appearance. No, it's not important to me. Is happy to just spend time with me. Yes, that's important. Makes room in our budget for the items that are important to me. You're damn right. Encourages me to treat myself. No. Okay. I'll treat my own self with the money in the budget. All right. Now we're going to hit the results. Oh, God. All right. I'm going to hit the results, but first, I need some water. I think we need to go on a break. What do you think? Okay, we'll, we'll do hit, the results of... We'll do the results of the asshole test. Okay. When we get back, until then... Gonna go on break. We'll be back. This is some thinking music. Up with what is it five? It seems to me like she could have read off what it was before she looked it up, but that's okay. While you're doing that, I'm gonna go ahead and look up my INJT test. Okay, I'm to the section on fives now. You mean okay?
All right, go ahead. So each of the types has like a thing that they're called, and the five is called the investigator. Mm. Okay. So average fives hold to a scarcity mentality, which leads to hoarding time, space, and affection. Oh. They feel more at home observing rather than participating in the external world and thinking substitutes for feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I hope nobody's watching this. Fives in this space tend to rely on themselves rather than faith, and they carefully measure how much time they spend with others. Oh, my God. They struggle with anything that makes them feel incompetent or incapable. Unhealthy fives don't want to depend on anyone for anything. They have a defensive personality that is preoccupied with security, independence, and privacy. These fives are trapped in believing there is not enough and often express that way of thinking with judgment, cynicism, and sarcasm. There is not enough. When they do participate in family or social gatherings, they stay separate from others. And then I'll read you what healthy fives are like. Healthy fives have a long view of things. They manage an appropriate balance between participation and observation, engaging with others comfortably and demonstrating true neutrality. These fives are likely to have depth in knowledge in several areas of their lives, and they willingly share their findings with others. They live in a world of abundance, seeing themselves as part of the whole environment instead of separate from everyone and everything. Hmm. So am I more a sickly five or a healthy five? I think you're um, normal, average. Well, it's a normal, I'm a normal average. Well, what is the average five? I read it to you. You want me to go back? No, 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 no. So it's just a personality. Okay. Well, thank you for this information, I guess. And what did you say you were? I'm a six. So you're close to me, right? Yes. Okay. And what is a six? Is that too hard to look up? I can look it up in a minute. Right now I'm trying to... um I'm looking at your weakness. My weakness? How about my strengths? So in this book, they have things called, they refer to them as the the deadly sin of each type. And yours is called avarice. What? It says, okay. Isn't that an old world term for spanking the monkey? No. Fives like Bill... He was talking about a dude named Bill, but anyway. Experience the world as intrusive, overwhelming, and draining. It's a place where demand always outpaces supply. It asks for more than they want or think they have to give. Typically introverted and analytical, fives don't believe they have enough inner resources or energy to meet the demands of life. They feel drained by prolonged involvement with other people or by having too many expectations placed on them. Every handshake, phone call, business meeting, social gathering, or unexpected encounter seems to cost them more than it does other people. 
fearful they don't have sufficient inner resources to function in the world, they detach and withdraw into the mind where they feel more at home and confident. They monitor the amount of time they spend with others and hightail it back to the realm of the mind whenever possible to refuel. We don't hear the word avarice very often, but avarice is the deadly sin of fives. Typically, we think of it as a greedy craving for money or material gain, but in Enneagram speak, it refers more to the fives' need to retain a desire to clinch and protect what little they already have rather than a desire to acquire more. Afraid there won't be enough, fives pare down their needs and hoard the barest essentials to ensure they can maintain a self-sufficient existence now and in the future. For fives, this not only includes withholding their many resources, but their time, energy, physical space, personal information, solitude, and privacy as well. Fives value autonomy and self-containment, so they stockpile these things because they never want to be put in a position where they have to depend on others to take care of them. The idea of losing their independence and self-reliance terrifies them. Needless to say, fives are reluctant to share their prized necessities with others. Avarice also expresses itself in the fives' excessive desire for acquiring knowledge, information, ideas, conceptual models, expertise, interesting facts, and understanding for how things work. Fives look to knowledge to provide them with what most people find through relationships such as love, comfort, and support. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And the people who wrote this book believe Bill Gates, Stephen Hawking, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, and Sherlock Holmes to be fives. How can Sherlock Holmes be a five? He's a fictitious character, but the way he's written, he would be a five. Yeah, I guess I see that. At least I'm in good company. I want to hear what a six is, and then I want you to take a test for me. Okay, I'll read about a six. I think it's right after the five. I'm going to put the test in the chat room, too, for anybody. If anybody's in there, they can go along with us or later. I love have a quiet chat room. I love it. Or not one. Oh, and it also says in this book that fives, like, they'll process information later. Like, if you get in an argument with a five, they may not react to it then, but then over the next 48 hours or so, they'll think about it when they're by themselves and process the emotions when they're alone. Okay, but there's a whole chapter on, my eyes are going full fuzzy, so there's a whole chapter on this, so if I want to read about myself to find out about myself, I could do that. You can read the whole book because it's in our Kindle library. For those of you that don't use a Kindle, Kindles are amazing. They, I love them. I was one of the first people that I know to adopt eBooks back in 98, but we read them on palm pilots and there was this website called peanut press it was like 99 cents any book until bill gates uh, not bill gates but um 
Steve Jobs got involved and brought up the price to about $10 a book. Him and Jeff Bezos did a little handshake agreement. All right. Are you looking up yourself? Yes. It's right after this, but it, there's several pages. You're still looking for it? Yeah. Okay, so I'll read you this thing that says what it's like to be a six. I'm always imagining and planning for the worst. I often don't trust people who are in authority. People say I'm loyal, understanding, funny, and compassionate. Most of my friends don't have as much anxiety as I do. I act quickly in a crisis, but when things settle down, I fall apart. When my partner and I are doing really well in our relationship, I find myself wondering what will happen to spoil it. Being sure I've made the right decision is almost impossible. I'm aware that fear has dictated many of my choices in life. I don't like to find myself in unpredictable situations. I find it hard to stop thinking about the things I'm worried about. I'm generally not comfortable with extremes. I usually have so much to do it's hard for me to finish tasks. I'm most comfortable when I'm around people who are pretty much like me. People tell me I can be overly pessimistic. I'm slow to start, and once I do get started, I find myself continuing to think about what could go wrong. I don't trust people who give me too many compliments. It helps me to have things in some kind of order. I like to be told I'm good at my job but I get very nervous when my boss wants to add to my responsibilities. I have to know people for a long time before I can really trust them. I'm skeptical of things that are new and unknown. So does that sound kind of like me? It does sound like you, but it sounds, man, I wouldn't want to be a six. I'm more comfortable being a five. Yeah. And since Sherlock Holmes is one of my literary heroes, I don't have a problem with Maybe that. Maybe here in a minute I'll find your thing like that, because it did have a thing like that for you, but I skipped over it somehow. A thing like what for me? Like that says what it's like to be a six. And oh, has, yeah, go back and look that up. Okay. And then we'll go over your test. Okay. You know, I think just the fact that we're taking these tests says a lot about our personality types. I'm, I have the kind of personality type that would take these kind of tests to know more, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was in business school, uh, we took tests like this to let us know how we thought and how to better relate to other people. Basically, that's it. So one of the things some major organizations do are personality tests. I'm thinking more specifically like the INJT test. And I, I don't think I even heard of the test that you're talking about that you had me take. Mm -hmm. Have you found it yet? Yes. Okay. Okay, so here's the little sentences that say what it's like to be a five. Lay it on me. I can, I can take care of myself, and I think others could do the same. I don't always say things out loud, but in my head, I'm a pretty sarcastic and cynical. Ah, that's not true. Maybe it is. 
I often feel awkward around other people. That's true. I'm okay if people ask me a few specific questions about myself, but I don't like it when people want too much information. Mm -hmm. I need time alone. Yes. If I want people to know how I feel, I will tell them. I generally wish they wouldn't ask. Damn right. I think thoughts are more reliable than feelings. I need feelings a cu- are very unreliable. I need a couple of days to process an experience or know how I feel about something. I'm acting like I'm still taking the test, right? Go, just go ahead. And no, this is this is like me telling you. I know it's like you telling me, but yeah, I keep on making comments. People are wasteful. I hold on to what I have. You know, there's one funny thing about me. Uh, I'll go ahead and tell you this because I think it's significant with the things you said. So look over here. See all this equipment? Mm-hmm. You know, that I got light shining on me and cameras and microphones and sound mixing boards. There's, there's nothing I have here that I don't have a mini version that I can take with me. Or if our house burns down and I lose everything, it doesn't matter because I got a smaller version of it. Mm-hmm. So I have like backups, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a sick, sick man. But also with my writing too, you know, I got my my word processor that I modified mm-hmm. and I got, I got like a special battery operated lamp for it just in case if something happens, I'll have this lamp and it won't bother me and I can write. And not only that, but I even have like a tray. I have a table mate in case I'm somewhere and I don't have a desk. I have a table mate just to use for the, for my writing somewhere else. If something happens, like for all the, if there's like a hurricane or a tornado, I'll still be able to do what I'm doing. I'm a sick man. All right, go ahead. Okay, it says, Often I find that I would rather observe than participate. So true. I trust myself. That means I think about things for a while, and then I make my own decisions. I don't know about trusting myself. I can't understand why people get together to just hang out. Mm-hmm. I'm a listener. I have to be very careful with my time and energy. That is so true. I get tired when I have to be with people for too long. Yes. I often felt invisible as a child. Sometimes as an adult, I choose to be invisible. That's true, yes. Sometimes I think I should be more generous. It's hard for me. In groups, being uninformed makes me very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't like big social gatherings. I'd rather be with a few people. Material possessions don't make me happy. It's true. Okay, so that's all. Only certain things. Wow, that's something else. All right, let's go to another break because I think I hear our son up. See what he's doing. We'll be back in about three minutes, and uh, we're going to go over your test, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's see. I want to. Let's see what I want to play. Play this one right here. Thank you. 
so where do we where do we leave off now so now we're reading about some of the characteristics of my personality type which is a six okay go ahead okay so healthy sixes have learned to trust their own experiences of life hold on i'm gonna put my headphones on i hear you They've learned to trust their own experiences of life. They're aware that certainty and accurate predictability are not likely in most situations. They're productive, logical thinkers who almost always organize their thoughts and actions around what would be most advantageous for the common good. Loyal, honest, and reliable, healthy sixes are clear-eyed judges of character. These sixes have come to believe that in the end everything will be all right. Average sixes question almost everything. They struggle to get out of their heads in the pattern of worst-case scenario planning. They are overly focused on authority and can be either subservient on the one hand or rebellious on the other. They find the world to be an unsafe place and they respond with fight or flight. So hold on a second. From what I'm hearing about yours and from mine... And from my knowledge of myself, and it, it seems like some things change. Some things change for me sometimes, and they've changed since we've been together, or they change, you know, in what situation I'm in, right? Yes. So I've seen you reading yours, and I've seen you go back and forth on some things, you know. Yes. Okay, and me too. But it's generally what your personality type is, right? Okay. So it says, they find the world to be an unsafe place and they respond with fight or flight. These sixes, while managing all of their anxiety, are committed to education, church, government, family, and social service organizations. Unhealthy sixes find danger around every corner. Their anxiety borders on paranoia as they fear that the world is unfair and that most people are not who they say they are and cannot be trusted. That's you. Unable to trust themselves either, they look to authority figures and experts to make decisions on their behalf. These sixes find faults in others and tend to fall into patterns associated with the mental mechanism of projection. Projection? What's that mental mechanism? Have you read this book Yeah, projection is like um, where you feel uneasy with a certain part of yourself and then you think the other person is the same way. Mm-hmm. So it's like you accuse them of having the flaw that you have, basically, or or wow. think in your mind. So you do that. They're you're doing what you're saying of me. Go ahead. Not okay. you, but I mean in general. Yeah. Okay. So the six is deadly sin. I already know is insecurity. By now you know what's common, what's coming, right? Wait a second. What do you mean these... Uh, I thought you were talking about religion when you were talking about these deadly sins. No, that's just what they were... Like their personality weakness, like their their main negative thing so, that they focus the book, on. okay. Yes, they refer to it as a deadly sin, but it's really like their, their weakness. You know what I mean? Like their personality's kryptonite kind of... It's just in this book, they kind of use some religious references and they refer to it as that. But that's not what it is. Okay. So, 
It says, by now you know what's coming, right? Sixes are wonderful, but they too have a shadow side they need to guard against. Sixes' deadly sin is fear, and they suffer a deep-seated need to feel secure. Though we say fear is the sin toward which the six gravitates, what sixes actually experience is anxiety. Fear is what arises when you're in the presence of a clear and immediate source of danger, like when a guy wearing a hockey goalie's mask kicks your door down and chases you around your apartment while wielding a chainsaw over his head. Anxiety, by contrast, is a vague, free-floating sense of apprehension that arises in response to an unknown or potential threat that may never materialize. It's what you feel when you imagine what would happen if a guy wearing a hockey goalie's mask ever chased you around your apartment with a chainsaw. Fear says, something wrong is actually happening, while anxiety is more anticipatory. What if this happened, or that happened? What if, what if, what if? That's the campaign slogan. Sixes even experience elevated anxiety when life is going smoothly because they wonder what might come along and ruin it. The relationship or jobs that seem stable today might evaporate or be taken away tomorrow. In the words of Stephen Wright, if everything seems to be going well, you have obviously overlooked something. So what is the name of this book? It is called The Road Back to You. And it basically kind of, some people, their personality types materialize because of childhood trauma or things that happen to them. And they can sometimes, if they heal themselves, they can go back to their original personality that they used to be or just the healthy version of the same personality. So are you still reading this book or have you finished it? Um, I've read most of it. I still have a couple of personality types. Okay. It is, it's the one you're currently reading. Mm-hmm. Okay. The book I'm currently reading is My Best Friend's Exorcism. I'll put a link to that in the chat. I'll put it in the show notes, the description, and I'll put your book in the show notes. Okay. I think we got time. We're going to have to move on and go ahead and do this other test here. Oh, God. Okay. This one isn't as personal as you. Okay. This is almost one you have to do yourself. So um, you need to get on it on the computer? Um, no, because then we wouldn't be able to interact. Okay. Well, just ask me the questions, I guess. You make, you regularly make new friends. Agree or disagree? Disagree. Strongly? I don't know, because when I'm around people, I make new friends, but I'm never around Do you regularly do it, though? No. Okay. Strongly disagree. You spend a lot of your free time exploring various random topics that pique your interest. Yes. Strongly? Yes. Seeing other people cry can easily make you feel like you want to cry, too. Strongly agree. You often make a backup plan for a backup plan. Agree. Strongly? Yes. You usually stay calm even under a lot of pressure. I'm going to disagree. Okay, that one's hard because I can be that way for a while, but then it eventually catches up with me and I explode. At social events, you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you already know. Strongly agree. Yeah, me too. Or even the ones that I barely know. 
you prefer this is a long one you prefer to completely finish one project before starting another <laughs> i would prefer to but i don't always do it neutral I would say agree because I really do prefer to. It kind of makes slightly me agree. Okay, you are very sentimental. Mm, agree. How much? Is there like a medium agree, or is it just slightly or, or agree? I might just show this test as we go through it. Okay, but I don't think. All right, so let me do this. Okay, I'm going to show it so you know the different stages. So slightly agree. What was the question again? <coughs> Excuse me. You're very sentimental. I You're would say agree. Slightly or under extreme? Slightly. Okay. You like to use organizing tools like schedules and lists. Oh, I strongly agree. Even a small mistake can cause you to doubt your overall abilities and knowledge. Strongly agree. Really? Mm -hmm. I know what I know. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. Hmm. I slightly disagree. Okay, I can do that. I do that. I do do that. I have to find them real interesting, or it's not worth it for me to go up to them and talk to them. You are not too interested in discussing various interpretations and analysis of creative works. Okay, read that again. You are not too interested in discussing various interpretations and analyses of creative works. I disagree. You disagree, so you are. I am comfortable doing that, yes. Like what kind of interpretations and analysis of creative works, like Shakespeare? I saw one today about, it was Quentin Tarantino talking about Top Gun, and he said the movie was really about being gay. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. See, I'm that way. I mean, I would do that about music, art movies like any number of things if i was with people that knew enough to talk about different views on it i would totally be down with it okay all right so i'd say yes you aren't okay slightly disagree gotcha you are more inclined to follow your head than your heart is there a neutral yes because it depends on what i'm what you're talking about usually prefer just doing what you feel like at any given moment instead of planning a particular daily routine. You usually prefer just doing what you feel like at any given moment instead of planning a particular daily routine. I would say slightly disagree. Slightly disagree, gotcha. You rarely worry about whether you make a good impression on people you meet. No, you're worried about it. Yeah, I don't like extremely worry about it, but I do worry about it. Mm -hmm. You enjoy participating in group activities? Not usually. Uh, I'd say slightly disagree. You like books and movies that make you come up with your own interpretation of the ending? 
Who yes. the hell likes that? You do? How much? Oh, you mean ones that like leave you hanging and yeah. you have to? You gotta like, like um, I don't know. No, that actually kind of makes me mad. That pisses me off. How how how? It really okay. How much does it piss you off? I don't like it. It's okay, yeah, it does piss me off pretty bad. Okay, yeah. Your happiness comes more from helping others accomplish things than your own accomplishments. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think either of those things bring me joy. <laughs> Neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, what I'm talking about. Oh, man. You are interested in so many things that you find it difficult to choose what to try next. Okay, read that again. You are interested in so many things that you find it difficult to choose what to try next. I strongly disagree. Okay. You are prone to worrying that things will take a turn for the worse. Strongly agree. You're probably right. You avoid leadership roles in group settings. That's agree. Oh, yes. Strongly agree with that. You are definitely not an artistic type of person. Strongly disagree. Am I an artistic type of person? Hmm. Depends on what, what the art is. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's so, like you do things that are artistic things, but you do them in a more um, calculated, analytical manner. Wow. You know, okay, I took this personality test before and um i came up with like mastermind like i'm the one one that convinces other people and like a whole group of people to do things mm -hmm. okay next question i'm sorry i needed some water you think the world would be a better place if people relied more on rationality and less on their feelings Kinda. I slightly kind of i slightly agree man i would completely agree with that you see that's a better question than yours on that other test i feel you prefer to do your chores before allowing yourself to relax yes i don't always have the energy but it's but hard you for, prefer it's hard for me to relax if i know there's prefer, things I haven't done. it's not that you do yes you i strongly strongly agree you enjoy watching people argue. Oh, my gosh. I uh, strongly disagree. I would, too, but that's what people like to do on social media platforms, for sure. It's a, you tend to avoid drawing attention to yourself. Oh, yeah, I'd make myself invisible if I could. Well, why are you on here talking to everybody? I don't know. You're doing it like the Onesler, but you're doing it, Mrs. Onesler. You tend to avoid drawing attention to yourself. Yes? Yes. I strongly agree. Your mood can change very quickly. Hmm. There's one name I could say and you get mad instantly. Okay, I guess so. I would say slightly agree. Uh, <laughs> you lose patience with people who are not as efficient as you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Like very much? Do you think it's very much? Mm. Yeah, and in a job environment... Well, no, you're not a, you know, like me or your son or. Yeah, because I feel like I'm on a time limit with stuff. And if people slow me down. Okay. You often end up doing things at the last possible moment. 
Yeah, not intentionally, but yeah. You have always been fascinated by the question of what, if anything, happens after death. I wouldn't say fascinated, no. Neutral? Yeah. You usually prefer to be around others rather than on your own. Hell no. Hell no. You become bored or lose interest when the discussion gets highly theoretical. Huh. I would say neutral on that one because it depends yeah. on the topic. I mean, how often do we have theoretical discussions? Anyway? Yeah. I mean, if it's a good topic, then I'm totally down. But if it's not... You find it easy to empathize with a person whose experiences are very different from yours. I do. I find it... You find it easy to empathize with a person whose experiences are very different than yours. I'd say slightly agree. Yeah, I do a lot, but I have to know all the extenuating circumstances. Yeah. You usually postpone finalizing decisions for as long as possible. Oh, hell, yeah. You rarely second-guess the choices that you've made. Oh, I strongly disagree. Mm. After a long and exhausting week, a lively social event is just what you need. Strongly disagree. You enjoy going to art museums. I would love to go to art museums. I don't go to them, but that's an interest I have. You strong, strongly agree? Yes. I like going to history museums. You often have a hard time understanding other people's feelings. No, I'd say I slightly disagree with that. And I don't have a hard time understanding other people's feelings either. You like to have a to-do list for each day. I want to go slightly agree with you for that one. Yeah, because if I'm just going to be at home, then I kind of like do what I want. But if I'm going to go out and do things, then I have to plan that out. So, you slightly agree? Yes. Okay. You rarely feel insecure. I strongly disagree. Okay. You avoid making phone calls. Oh, you hate it. I strongly agree. You often spend a lot of time trying to understand views that are very different from your own. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. You often spend a lot of time trying to understand views that are very different from your own. I would say slightly agree with them. You slightly agree. We're 70% through. In your social circle, you're often the one who contacts your friends and initiates activities. Neutral? Yeah. You don't have a social circle, do you? I have a few people, and I usually am the one that talks to them about doing stuff, but so I'd that say would neutral. Be new- well, it could be slightly agree. Slightly agree, I guess. Slightly agree. If your plans are interrupted, your top priority is to get back on track as soon as possible. Agree. Yeah, agree, but not strongly. Not strongly. You get mad if... Okay, strongly agree then. You're still bothered by mistakes that you made a long time ago. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. agree. You were talking about that last night. You rarely contemplate the reasons for human existence or the meaning of life. Do you contemplate that? contemplate i would say neutral on that one okay 
Your emotions control you more than you control them. Slightly agree. You think strongly agree, huh? Well, at least more than slightly. You take great care not to make people look bad, even when it is completely their fault. Okay, what? You take great care not to make people look bad, even when it is completely their fault. Oh, I strongly agree with that. You better not be talking about me. No. Yeah. But I'm not going to give the examples on a live stream. Oh, your personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy than organizing consistent efforts. I would agree with that. Okay. When someone thinks highly of you, you wonder how long it will take them to feel disappointed in you. Strongly agree. Ooh. You would love a job that requires you to work alone most of the time. Strongly agree. I have a job like that. You believe? <laughs> Golly. I just had an epiphany. You believe that pondering abstract uh, physio- how do you, philosophical questions is a waste of time? No, I don't think it is. Again, you believe that? Okay, you do not. Okay, you disagree strongly. You feel more drawn to place? Uh, I wouldn't say strongly, just like medium. You feel more drawn to places with busy, bustling atmospheres and quiet, intimate places. Uh, hell no. Okay, hell no it is. You know at first glance how someone is feeling. I would say slightly agree with that. Slightly agree. You often feel overwhelmed. Strongly agree. Mm-hmm. You, you complete things methodically without skipping over any steps. Hmm. You complete things methodically without skipping over any steps. I would say slightly or mediumly agree with that. Okay. You are very intrigued by things labeled as controversial. Okay, say that again. You are very intrigued by things labeled as controversial. I wouldn't say very intrigued. I'd say slightly. Slightly it is. You would pass along a good opportunity if you thought someone else needed it more. Oh, hmm. yeah, strongly agree. Really? I've done that, yeah. You struggle with deadlines. Uh, slightly agree. Okay. You feel confident that things will work out for you. Disagree. Ooh. Your gender, I'm going to go, it's optional, but so what? Here we go. Results. Oh, lordy. Your personality type is advocate, I-N-F-J-T. All right. You are 93% introverted. This trait says mind. This trait demonstrates how we interact with our environment. You're 93% introverted, 7% extroverted energy. This trait shows where we direct our mental energy, 52% intuitive and 48% observant. Again, this is a test we took in business school to know how to, you know, how other people interact, you know, how they perceive what you're telling them and things like that. Mm -hmm. And what's the best way to, you know, interact with them. So nature, 
This trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. You are 66% feeling at 34%. See, you feel more and I think more, right? Mm -hmm. You're more intuitive and I'm more observant. Yes. Tactics. Oh, Lordy. Tactics. This trait reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision-making. You got 60% judging. Identity. This trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. You got 88% turbulent and 12% is observant. I mean, assertive is 12% and turbulent is 88%. So you want people to read your mind while you're judging them <laughs> emotionally. And you're introverted. Yep. <clears throat> so you understand why I don't like working? Because I have to deal with other people that aren't. Well, who likes working? Type. I mean, really? No, but I'm saying I struggle with the whole dynamics of drama in the workplace and stuff. Unless I get a job where I'm pretty much by myself all the time. I'll read a little bit of this to you. This is the advocate personality. Oh, advocates may be the rarest personality type of all, but they certainly leave their mark on the world. Idealistic in principles, they aren't content to coast through life. They want to stand up and make a difference. For advocate personalities, success doesn't come from money or status, but from seeking fulfillment, helping others, and being a force for good in the world. While they have lofty goals and ambitions, advocates shouldn't be mistaken for idle dreamers. People of this personality type care about integrity, and they're rarely satisfied until they've done what they've known to be right. Conscientious, conscientious to the core, they move through life with a clear sense of their values, and they aim never to lose sight of what truly matters, not according to other people or society at large, but according to their own wisdom and intuition. Seeking purpose. Perhaps because their personality type is so uncommon, advocates tend to carry around a sense, whether conscious or not, of being different from most people. With their rich inner lives, do you have a rich inner life? And their deep abiding desire to find their life's purpose, they don't always fit in with those around them. This isn't to say that advocates can't enjoy social acceptance or close relationships, or that they sometimes feel misunderstood or at odds with the world. So that's all I'm going to read, but... Oh, romantic relationships. What? Advocates look for deep and meaning in their relationships, and their romantic relationships are no different. There's a personality type known for having a vibrant, wild imagination, but few advocates can imagine themselves set, settling for a match founded on anything less than true love. Mm. It can take time for advocates to find a compatible partner. Some people might think that advocates are too choosy, and it's true that these personalities can be prone to unrealistic expectations. With their perfectionistic, idealistic nature, advocates might be tempted to hold out for a perfect partner or relationship that ultimately doesn't exist. The good news, advocates' idealism, if balanced with just enough realism, can actually enhance their love life. So I'm not going to read it all. I almost want to, I'll copy it, 
INFJ. Put it in the chat room. INFJ. Put it in the chat room. So those are my letters? Yeah, those are your letters. I'll put a link in the chat room if you want to click on that later and read all about yourself. I believe that does it for us tonight. If you'd like to call in, leave us a voicemail message. That is 325-261-0892. Again, that is 325-261-0892. As of today, we're on all the major podcasting platforms. You can watch the show. You can also start seeing our show streaming on Twitch. We'll do our lives on Twitch here really soon. We'll let you know here. Before we do that, again, we do one documentary a month, one live stream a week. With that, I know we're working on a documentary. Based on the book, The Soul Collector, Joni Mahan. We'll be finishing that up pretty soon. We'll let you know we're going to premiere it here. We'll do our premieres here on YouTube. and keep our documentaries up here. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. All right, Amanda. Ready to say goodnight to everybody? You want to say goodbye? Goodbye, everybody, and thanks for joining us. Good night and God bless. You're supposed to be an advocate. You're supposed to have more feeling than me. What's going on?